Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Defying Midlife Haze, two friends, a graphic novelist and a chef, seize an opportunity to reinvent their lives, quitting their jobs to restore an old bowling alley and serve the world's greatest pizza. The film Phoenix, Oregon takes a comedic look at the existential crisis many face when trying to find meaning and relevancy at midlife. Despite controlling bosses, dead-end jobs, and broken relationships, Bobby and Carlos must awaken their hibernating courage and resiliency in order to take new risks and keep dreams alive. The film Phoenix, Oregon is directed and written by our guest today, Gary Lundgren. Gary, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. This is such a, a, a one of those films you want to wrap your, your arms around it. It's a very warm-hearted. The characters are, are relatable. They're funny. They're dramatic. There's a lot of things going on in the film. Um, tell me a little bit about the origin story for uh, Phoenix, Oregon. Yeah, you know, I think I think hitting, you know, hitting my forties was a big part of it. Uh, you know, in your twenties, you feel like you have your whole life in front of you, your whole career in front of you, and yeah, like endless opportunities and and you know all the time you're going to need. And I think, boy, you hit your forties, you feel that window closing, and uh, and so I just I felt like this is something we all face especially as artists and uh i think that was the foundation uh i think bobby and carlos are kind of two sides of the same coin mm-hmm. where um bobby it, it, you know it just assumes everything's going to go wrong and the world's out to get him and and uh anything he might try he's going to fail at and i think carlos is just the opposite you know where he's he thinks that uh, we create our own destiny, and if we if we go for it, good things are going to happen. So I kind of like both of those uh, perspectives at this time in life, because some days you feel like Bobby, and some days you feel like Carlos. It's true. In Bobby's case, he's been working on a graphic novel for a long time. Uh, that is about aliens who have control over his life and his, uh, the impact that it's had on his life. And then Carlos, on the other side of that coin, is is uh, creating the world's greatest pizza, right? So it's a very yeah. two very different outlooks on on how exactly how you can or cannot control your own destiny. So uh, I really enjoy the way that these characters develop. Uh, there are other uh, wonderful characters in the film. Lisa Edelstein plays Tanya, who is a woman who is part of the sort of a, a small community of people who in Phoenix, Oregon. By the way, is that a completely fictional location, or is that something that you it, made? Is it, it's, is it? it's funny. It's it's it is real. It's a real place. Uh, I know uh, when Dietrich Bader came out here for the, our premiere. He was shocked because he drove through Phoenix, and he goes, "Oh, it is a real place." <laughs> he, <laughs> we'll he didn't know, uh, and so yeah, it's a little town, and uh, it uh, it always struck me as a, a could be an interesting title for a movie. Yeah, 
Well, and you mentioned Diedrich uh, Bader and then Kevin Corgan's also in the film. It's a wonderful cast. Real pros. I mean, all of these people are real pros. And so their ability to kind of nuance their characters, to be able to bounce off of one another, I, I just think it's a real strength of the film. That's something I really want people to take away from our conversation is you're in the hands of some professionals here when you walk in and, and, and sit down to watch Phoenix, um, Oregon, because... They are. They're just good at what they do, and they're able to bring those those little ticks, those little characteristics, those nuances to their character, and it really enhances your enjoyment of their story and why you're having such a good time with it. Tell me a little bit about pulling the... I know that you've worked in the past with James Legro mm -hmm. and, and some of the other people in your cast, but tell us a little bit of how it all came together. Yeah, you know, I, I had worked with... James before, and when I was writing it, I, I just pictured uh, him in the role from the beginning. He, he He's a very witty guy with a dry sense of humor in real life. Such a, a wonderful person and just a terrific actor. So once, once uh, James read the script, he said he was in. He was like a magnet. I think everyone wants to know, you know, all, all of these terrific actors want to know who's in the movie yeah. and who they're going to be performing with, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so I think good actors draw other good actors. And so that was the case where uh, James led to Jesse and Lisa being cast. Uh, and I had worked with Diedrich before uh, on a film called Calvin Marshall. And uh, we've kept in touch, and he's just always someone that I would be thrilled to cast and work with uh yeah. kevin corgan we were very very lucky to get him we were already shooting and uh we hadn't gotten an answer yet because he was working some things out with his schedule but he'd worked with james you know in a number of films so again i think james was sort of a another magnet there giving the film a certain amount of credibility so kevin jumped in at the very last minute and uh and we finished the, the film off shooting his sequences. So he literally came in, at, I think, the very last week, and we shot all his stuff at the end. <laughs> it's hard to argue with any of these uh, actors in any of the films that I've seen them in. I mean, we know Diedrich, from, um, Diedrich Bader from Napoleon Dynamite, Office Space, uh, I, I loved him on Veep. I thought his character was awesome mm -hmm. on Veep. I thought mm -hmm. it was amazing, especially the one episode where they're testifying in front of uh, Congress. I think that is one of my favorite moments in the whole series of Veep. He was yeah. amazing. <laughs> and Lisa Edelstein, we've seen her in a lot of different things. I mean, she's, but it, all of these people, uh, they bring that, um, that, history that uh i hate to use the word gravitas because it sounds pretentious but it, they just bring something so when so when you see people like this in a, in a film again it's just it, it's it's comfort food in a lot of ways just because you you're you know that they're going to be able they're going to do a great job and it's mm -hmm. a great story and i you you uh looking at your filmography you you seem to be drawn to the pacific northwest as part of a sort of a a canvas for your for your previous films what is it about that part of the country what is it that draws you to that you know i spent so much time in in southern california early on and uh we have family out here and so going back and forth 
um, it sort of became a refuge for my wife and I. And so we we had shot a short film out here way back when, I think it was 2005, and uh, loved meeting the crew here and loved just the, the scenery and the, you know, just you, you knew you weren't in Southern California, you know, it it just it felt like almost any town in America, and it felt, you know, there were trees and woods and you had seasons and and so yeah I just became enamored with the northwest as a backdrop as opposed to you know having stories set in Los Angeles or in the in the Bay Area even yeah so whenever I started writing after that short I just always sort of intentionally tried to imagine stories in this area yeah. So it's something I hope to continue to do. Well, let's talk. I, I don't know how much we've, I've brought to the to our conversation this, the basic outlines of the story. I t- we talked about in the intro the midlife crisis, mm-hmm. the opening up this combination pizza place, bowling alley, watering hole, what whatever it is. But it, if you'd like to sort of fill in a little more of the backstory in, in or the the the, sub, the plot of the film, that would be sure be helpful. Yeah, you know, I think making a movie is its such a big endeavor. You need investors, you need distribution, you need a cast, you need a crew, you need a, a lot of money. And um, even the low-budget films, uh, you still need a lot of money. I, I think that endeavor of taking that risk and, that, and spending all the time, that was... Basically, the story is where, you know, what Bobby and Carlos decide to change their mundane, unfulfilled lives, you know, and do something for themselves. While Bobby's a graphic novelist or a wannabe graphic novelist, he's writing his opus. They work at this terrible restaurant. And so they break away and, and find some investors and open up the local bowling alley in Phoenix, Oregon. And Carlos finally has his own kitchen so he can make the best pizza in the world and studying it his whole life. And and so they just sort of seized their situation. Uh, of course, not everything works out as planned. Right. You have to we'll, see the, we'll, the leave the, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it there, yeah. You know, that's <laughs> interesting. It's an interesting way to look at it, that, uh, that making a movie is just like you described the storyline it is essentially pulling together a bunch of people and in an endeavor i i can i my my background is in politics so making a movie to me sounds an awful, awful lot like a political campaign where you literally create something out of nothing and mm-hmm. you have a deadline and that deadline isn't going to move which is the election, right? So you have to create mm-hmm. a small enterprise or a big enterprise in a very short period of time, put an enormous amount of energy into it, and then it dies <laughs> on a certain <laughs> uh, in a certain time frame. It's, yeah, it goes away. We've, <laughs> go, go we've been seeing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have we have seen that. Uh, so, but it, it's this. I hadn't thought about it in those terms before, but it's a similar. It's similar to making a film, and it's also. Similar to starting your own business, it's a it's a hugely in labor intensive, psychologically uh, enveloping kind of uh, an experience. And 
Yeah, it's 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 both. You know, it it gives it suddenly gives you freedom, and it's something you own. It's your thing that you're um, passionate about. But yeah, the risk the the risk is there. The risk of failure. The risk of of yeah, uh, it's everywhere. It kind of blown up in your face, and and then it's over. You yeah. know, and then and so you can see why people stick to stability and sort of stick to you know not going for what they want to do yeah. also so yeah. I, I think it's brave when anyone steps out to open a restaurant or open your own business or or make your movie you know yeah think, well uh, well gary linger let's let's let people know how they can find out more about the film uh, the the website is phoenix oregon movie.com where has it been and will when will we have an opportunity to see it in the, in a theater well, it's exciting because we, we played film festivals last year and uh, did well and did very well. Yeah, it, it played. Yeah, it, it played. It played festivals and, and audiences were were really enjoying the film. Uh, we we toured it all this past summer. Um, all over. The, I think we had about sixty screenings in in three months and. That led to eventually getting a great deal with Aspiration Entertainment, who is a, uh, normally a marketing company for bigger studio films, but they're distributing their own movies now. So it's been a thrill to, uh, to be working with them. They are rolling the movie out to theaters with, with um, Ryan Levy, his company, and it's, it's, uh, it's going to be in 20 cities in march we're kind of looking at the coronavirus a little worried about that yeah, yeah. about uh, how that's going to affect everything so but right now it's you know it's opening at, at the lemley theater in la and, and four four of their theaters that's um right in various places well, that you can see let's let people know that phoenix oregon is opening here in los angeles at four different locations as you mentioned the lemley playhouse seven in pasadena the Glendale Lemley, the Monica Film Center Lemley also in Santa Monica, and the NoHo, also a Lemley, they're all Lemley, NoHo uh, 7 in North Hollywood, and that's on March 20th. And it's opening, if you go to the website, phoenixoregonmovie.com, you'll find out if you're listening to the sound of her voice in Kentucky or Ohio or in West Virginia or somewhere else, it's opening at various locations around the country. So, congratulations! That's a pretty wide release for for a uh, for an indie film. That's that's great. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we we sort of learned this summer that that uh, you know a lot of people are want choices at the movie, movie theater. You know more than ever, and we saw that. You know. The summer blockbusters were playing at different places, and, and we managed to get audiences wherever we went. So it, it definitely uh, helped tee up this theatrical release. Even though it's small, it still it feels good to be playing in the Lemley theaters. Yeah, again, it's it's a smaller film. The story is a smaller scale story, but again, you have such a solid cast of people involved, and it's a fun film. And as we mentioned. Uh, you know, you've done really well in terms of audience awards when it's played at film festivals. It's been very well received. So um, get out and see it. It 
it's one of those movies you honestly it's just a really wonderful story about people trying to make it trying to make uh trying to find their their place in the world on their own trying to trying to make it work and also making relationships that may or may not work out and uh, that's that's part of life it's all it's all part of the deal <laughs> uh, well um, anything else that you'd like to add uh, to our conversation before we i would say that uh you know we had a really fantastic crew and cast on this you know it was a smaller budget but uh, we really came together and and uh had a great time making this movie very grateful for our cast and our producers i will say that that thanks to aspiration entertainment we're going to be um really pushing the digital release which will be in june uh so that'll be if you're not in a city where it's opening theatrically look for it digitally in june phoenix oregon and you go to phoenixoregonmovie.com to stay apprised of where it's playing and what's happening with with the film and um to writer director um gary lundgren all i see where your wife also was involved as the, one of the producers of the film along with Luis uh rodriguez so it's a family affair gary lundgren congratulations on this and your other work but i uh, hope come back come back whenever you've got something else coming up appreciate that mike thanks so much for having me You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.